welcome to episode five of the Social Unicorns podcast. That's unicorns, not media. Yes, sorry everybody, lesson learned, we are not the social media podcast, we are the social unicorns podcast. My bad. Yeah, that's yeah. all right, we forgive you. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> um, so first off, thanks if you've made it to episode five. Hopefully you're still finding this interesting and useful. If not, let us know what you want us to talk about instead. But anyway, moving on. Today, uh, we're going to be talking about an issue that everybody will be familiar with. It's working with people who just don't understand social media at all um, and tips and tricks to deal with it. Yes, it's um, it's something that Joe and I have talked about a lot before. Um, it's something that we've both come across a lot in our day-to-day working lives. But mm-hmm. uh, first and foremost, Joe, it's your turn to do the quick fire round. Dun, dun, dun. Are you ready? I am so ready. Okay. What's your name? Joanna. <laughs> we'll just start with the easy one (laughs) favorite drink favorite tipple um either a martini a gin martini or just your classic g&t nice like a bit of gin Mm -hmm. what are you binge watching right now um i've just started watching the bold type on netflix which is, oh that's really good yeah yeah surprisingly fun like yeah. so now i kind of want to go and work in fashion in a magazine but i know that the reality of it is not what you see on screen so i have to just keep no. reminding myself of that and I, i'm not gonna lie it does turn a little bit emily in paris at some points with social girl yeah. I, warn, I do warn you of that right now no this is something that i've clocked from the very beginning because yeah. i find myself having to step back and be like just enjoy the tv show for what it is <laughs> don't start because i've been like saying to the tv screen like but you wouldn't do that as a social media director what are you doing yeah you need to you need to step back I warn you of that right now it kind of gets worse but overall great tv show yeah anyway moving on unpopular opinion um oh I don't think Dirty Dancing is a very good film I don't think we could be friends anymore I know it's unpopular I told you I just don't get it I don't get what the obsession is there's unpopular and then there's not liking dirty dancing do you like yeah. top gun oh yeah oh okay that's fine okay we can still be friends we're fine oh yeah <laughs> what what are you most excited about doing when lockdowns are officially over going on holiday well not even going on ho- well yes going on holiday or going traveling going some I, I was planning on being in sydney this year and i'm not and that's upsetting oh rubbish yeah i think that's a good goal excellent goal yeah sweet or savory sweet oh yes uh, like myself favorite... <laughs> oh, <there you> <laughs> i was about to say something and i'm not going to <laughs> um, <laughs> uh favorite gift and i know that there are millions but you know we've always got that go-to gift favorite gift oh well i yeah. think this is like a new one well it's not a new one into my world but i've recently also just started watching dawson's creek and i've not watched it for real life and the one of him sobbing <laughs> is just <laughs> beyond anything I can yeah it's just amazing 
It's amazing. We need to continue our Dawson's Creek conversations. Have yeah. you finished it yet? No, I've I've got to the bit where like Pacey and Joey are together. Spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't watched it, but they're together in their loving life, and I can't pa- move past that because I know that they break up, and I'm not ready to go through that with them. <laughs> so I've paused. <laughs> the emotional roller coaster of Dawson's yeah. Creek. I love it. Yeah. Um, celebrity crush on that point. Please say who I think you're going to say. Are you, do you think I'm going to say Pacey? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, at the moment, I guess so. Yeah. What's he called? Joshua Jackson. Yes, Joshua Jackson. Yeah. He's even aged not too terribly. I was going to say, I don't actually know what he looks like now. Has he aged yeah. well? Yeah, pretty well, you know, considering Dawson's Creek is about 20 years old. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. Uh, random fact about you. Oh, my God. Um... I once wrote um, obituaries for the entire royal family. <laughs> work, not for fun, for work. Okay. Wow, <laughs> it wasn't just like a casual Sunday and I had nothing to do. <laughs> you were sitting there reading the Sunday Times. I thought, I know, I'm going to write some obituaries. Yeah, I love that you think that I read the Sunday Times. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what, like, that's what I think of when I think of obituaries. I think of the Sunday Times. Yeah, it might be right. No, it was for a website, but yeah. It was for a news website. Okay. Not the Sunday Times news website, though. No, definitely not. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Instagram or TikTok? Oh, that's really hard. Um, Pure entertainment value, TikTok. Okay, love it. Favourite TikTok trend? Um, I just really enjoy the random story time. (laughs) It's just... It's so versatile and the stories that people tell are so strange that I love them. Or not even strange, but they're so just, they could be talking about anything. I love it. Yeah. Every time. It's just everyday people as well, right? I love it. Yeah. It's so relatable. That's what I mean. Like it could literally be some woman who lives in like Arizona somewhere, or it could be somebody who, I don't know, someone in Japan who's there on holiday talking about something that's just happened. I love the variety of it. It's just so, I love it. Love it. Yeah. I won't wait till people can travel again. It's going to be I know. a whole oh, new yeah. oh, God. And finally, first social account you ever worked on? Um, I Well, in an official capacity, it was E! Online. Oh. Or TGI Fridays, actually, at the same job. Oh, love it. Two very random accounts, but it was fun. Oh. They were fun. <laughs> I love a bit of TGR Fridays. Those mixed starter platters with the muzzle sticks. Oh, mm. Yeah, people love um, the Jack Daniels ribs as well. Like, yes. love. Oh, for the win. Yeah. Anyway, there we go. We know Joe a bit better now. Um. So, yeah. So, moving back to why we're here today. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're actually here to record an episode, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Um. We're talking about working with people who don't understand social and yeah this isn't this isn't like uh having a go at them or anything like this uh, this is just the nature of the beast I think social is still a relatively new thing in the grander scheme of things and you know it's one of these things that has started off as being very user focused and then obviously us grubby little marketeers have weaseled our way in and turned it into something much bigger grubby um, little marketeers my word because we always come and ruin the fun <laughs> swoop in there and mon- get everything monetized and take yeah, away the fun exactly 
social media is it's very accessible and open to everyone right anybody can set up any kind of social account and you can very quickly find yourself surrounded by people that then consider themselves to be experts mm-hmm. um, in social media because they have an Instagram account. Yeah, and it's it's yeah. Some people are just like that, aren't they? They just think that because they use it, they know it. But there also is a whole business side to probably every every social platform now. TikTok has even started moving that way as well. Like everything eventually has a business element to it and unless you work in that element of it you don't understand the ins and outs of it and that's nothing against the people that don't understand it's just that you don't work in it and you're not using the tools every day like we would never expect anybody who just uses the platforms normally to know that side of things but sometimes I think people just aren't aware that that other world even exists Exactly. And when you when you find yourself in, you know, meetings or working sessions or as a freelancer working with people that have hired you for your skills, but then they question you and they think that they know differently or they know better for some reason, just because they they have an account, it it can be really tough. Right. And we've talked before, you know, our previous episode was about, you know, mental health working in this industry. And we've talked about all the different types of level of working in social media and it it could just be really difficult but we came up with a friendly name for our fellow co-workers that sit within this category yes so when we when we chat (laughs) um we we had to basically come up with a name because otherwise it's just really long conversations so we came up with a name for them disclaimer that it's not a derogatory term like it's it's a friendly (laughs) a friendly name for them um, yeah. And we liken it liken it a little bit to muggles in Harry Potter. Muggles are non-magic people. These people are non-expert social people. And the yes. word is... Smallmals. Smallmals. So we quite crudely just crushed two words together, social media and normals, to create it. <laughs> well, that's kind of three words, but yeah, that's fine. Okay, fine. Well, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Um, three words, one word one word but yeah that's that's the term that we use so let's make that happen let's make that that thing let's make fetch happen I was literally about to say about (laughs) fetch with mean girls I feel like we've got a lot of pop culture references today and I love it (laughs) um but in all seriousness no not not everyone can know everything and people can have an interest in something without being an expert and this is where I think we just want to really caveat that this isn't like a mean this isn't a mean girl's term no um but because you know if an engineer or a mathematician or a coder started talking in their language like to me uh, I don't know about I was going to say to us but I don't want to you know upset Joe. oh yeah um, like makes, I'm so hot on the mathematical coding world I mean you know quantum <laughs> physics and quadratic equations right oh, yeah yeah that's um, why I read the times <laughs> But but we wouldn't get it, right? And that, and that's okay. But as we mentioned, you know, the issue that we face with social is that, you know, it's so accessible that our jobs can just be made quite difficult. Um, so we're going to move on to our top four tips on how you can navigate this, basically, um, and how you can find ways to deal with small moles in your day-to-day working life. Yeah, so tip number one. I think it's really, really important that you always remind yourself that you are the expert 
in these situations. If you're working in social and you've been hired for your social skills, you've been hired for your knowledge. And it's so easy to forget that and get lost in the babble going on around you. Um, So, yeah, I've definitely been in situations like that. I've definitely started to second guess myself but you Mm -hmm. do just have to remember like you are the one with the knowledge and if people around you are saying other things that you know are wrong you just have to stand up for yourself I think imposter syndrome once again feeds into this doesn't it you know I think it's really easy to fall back into that oh god maybe I don't know everything because so-and-so's got a Instagram account and like they think it's possible so maybe it must be possible maybe I'm not too hot on everything and I read something yesterday I think it was where somebody just said how do you keep on top of all the trends and changes in social and just hundreds of people were just commenting you can't Mm. like you just can't and I think because it's so difficult to keep up with it's really easy for us to sort of get that imposter syndrome, not believe in ourselves and feel like, oh God, am I actually the only one that doesn't know that something new is possible? But believe in the fact that you do know and the fundamentals of these channels like very rarely change. Mm, yeah, I think that's the thing, isn't it? Like there might be, yeah, it, I completely agree. It's so It's so difficult to keep up with everything. And there's so many different aspects that you have to keep up with that, one person cannot do it on their own that doesn't mean that the person that you've hired as a social expert isn't going to be able to figure it out based on their wider knowledge like what is the best route because they really are knowing how that kind of area of work works how social works on a bigger scale is the main skill that they have in being able to sort of pick apart any new trends or new things that happen Exactly. Um, so they're always, always going to be better placed than like Nigel and IT. Yeah, 100%. And I think, you know, in one of my agency roles, I, and this was literally sort of every two to three weeks, this was a client that did a lot of like quick turn. I mean, none of it was quick turnaround, but <laughs> had lots of little projects and things for us to pitch and bid on on a pretty constant basis. And literally every two to three weeks, I had people within the agency come up to me with an idea for an Instagram competition using the most, literally the most random entry mechanics. And I'd be like, that's not possible. (laughs) Like, that's just not possible. And I had to repeatedly tell them that. And, you know, it's it's not how they wanted to do it. And so they didn't Mm -hmm. like that I was telling them that it wasn't possible. And they honestly spent days trying to convince me that, yeah but we've seen it this way we could do that way what if we did it this way I'm like guys it's not possible it's just not and it was it was just ridiculous and they were literally about to pitch it and I was like you you can't pitch this because you're not going to be able to deliver this but that I mean it it was just it was just crazy but you know I stood by and I kept saying it's not possible it's not possible because yeah. you have to ultimately protect your own reputation in sanity, right? Mm-hmm. 100%. Um, yeah. yeah, that just makes me think of, and quite a few people have come to me on like a professional basis before being like, can we do like a like, share and comment competition entry mechanic on Facebook? And I'm like, um, no, because that's literally against Facebook guidelines. But you see so many brands that do it. Yeah. still even to this day like I see it all the time 
and it's like yeah. well only only somebody who works in social is going to know that that is literally against the social um facebook sort of terms of use mm. yeah it's against their policy and they actively say do not do this <laughs> yeah and that only changed so what what was it about four years ago that they actively changed that i remember they said you yeah. know, you're not allowed to do this and it was like clickbaiting um and they didn't want that to happen anymore and yeah you know it's, it's about all this you know, oh but so in, this brand uses gifs in their content it's like yeah but gifs are kind of illegal mm, yes gray area yeah but just because everyone uses them doesn't mean that you should use them because you know t- technically then they're they're kind of not legal right very gray area and do you want to be that company that steps into that but then but then you, you, you're the one standing there saying, oh, but that's not possible. And everyone else is around you saying, well, why not? We see it all the time. We do it. I do it. Like, well, doesn't mean that you should. Anyway, mm-hmm. you get the gist. Be the expert. Stand up for what you know. And just just hold tight to it because you are the expert. That's why you were hired. Yeah. And I think you've just, even if the people that you're advising aren't listening to you, as long as you say, like, I'm categorically advising against this because of X, Y, Z, then if they want to fly with it, that's on them. Yeah, in writing. Always recommend it in writing. Yeah. Just a little email. I don't recommend this. And, (laughs) you know, just cover your backs in a way, sadly. Yeah. But on the flip side... So tip number two, ideas can quite often come from the strangest of places and small malls can really offer that view of a user. They're they're very untainted by marketing and, you know, funnels and leads and, you know, personas and all of this, all of these, all of this jargon that we deal with on a day to day basis. And, you know, so, so potentially work with them in a different way remain open-minded to what they're saying what they're talking about and but yeah be clear on where the lines are you're not asking them to come up with the full campaign but you know talk to them about ideas you know if you think about good old mad men the mad men era you used to see don draper you know wandering the streets watching focus groups to draw his inspiration and i don't think social media is any different to that at all really and I think that there's something that you, there's definitely something in embracing what small malls can bring in terms of ideas and inspiration. Yeah, absolutely. I think, yeah, exactly as you say, they are like the untainted people that don't aren't thinking about, you know, your social KPIs and behaviours and all that kind of stuff. They are a sort of resource that you can tap into for pure ideas you know yeah. <laughs> they're the users they might be your target audience and if they are great no exactly because you know how often are we as the social media marketers the target audience that we're trying to target yeah exactly like not very often but if you're working with people that have a passion for social media clearly because they're coming to you with ideas and why aren't we doing this then bring them into the loop just in a slightly different way get them involved you know it's great to have people that work with you that are interested in what you're doing, even if they don't know, have the exact knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. And as you say, I think you just have to make it clear when you do have those sessions that 
they are working sessions. It's not that someone is going to say something and you're definitely going to run with that idea. It's throwing ideas into the mix so that you as the expert can take away those um, very basic ideas and sort of start developing them into something that is suitable for whatever platform you're working across. Yeah, if you break it down to like the who, what, where, why, when and whatever, you know, they're helping with the what and then you take it away and figure out the how. Yeah, exactly. I'm just very aware that people sometimes go into these brainstorms and they're like, great, whatever I say, it's going to be a reality. <laughs> That's not yeah. not going to happen necessarily. <laughs> yeah, when people get really carried away with an idea and they do whole flip charts on how it's all going to work and you're sitting there going, oh. I don't know that's not even possible but I don't want to stop them yeah (laughs) I'm literally like cringing into my jumper here remembering scenarios like that uh yeah many times yeah and it's always like somebody senior isn't it the CEO comes up with an idea and everyone's like oh god we have to use it because the CEO said it (laughs) yeah that's always even more extra triple double awkward (laughs) yeah quadruple awkward But then that's where the next tip can come in, I think, as well, though, right? Yeah, number three. So I would just suggest educating people wherever you can. Um, Sounds really basic and probably a little bit annoying for you, but actually it will pay off in the long term. So share examples of fun social campaigns that you see or just basic always-on content that you see. Share it around your teams, maybe even, like, send them a little sort of rundown of why it's good Mm -hmm. um I know that sounds like really sort of painful (laughs) to do but it really really works if you can show somebody a piece of content and go this is great always on always on content because of xyz or this is a great piece of social design because it captures people's attention quickly it's a looping video so it's got that repetitive nature that's really valuable Mm -hmm. knowledge for people that just don't normally work in that context yeah because I think there's always you know if you go for example if you're creating like Facebook ads if if you're talking to designers for example right who think that they know how things should be on social because they do design but as we know social design is very different yeah when you go onto like the Facebook ads library for example and they give you like the breakdown and the guidelines and and good examples that is so like bland and black and white if you can literally screenshot or tag them in a real life ad of some description or go to the ads library of a page that's doing ads in a really cool way and actually send those examples to them it it can make a huge difference and it can really sort of demonstrate it in a real life way because everyone's got different ways of learning right Mm -hmm. you know some people are very much read and they get it some people watch youtube videos and they get it some people just need to you know try it out for themselves it's so it's it's figuring out a way to share that expertise and your knowledge in a way that's interesting to make sure that they sort of understand what you're saying and you know we and I remember Joe and I working on um, a couple of particular clients where we were working with wider teams on things and it, 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 it could get a bit difficult sometimes because the ideas were amazing, but they weren't social ideas. Yeah. So it's I rem- how do you bring that back round? Mm. 
I remember actually working with um, a creative team who were, they were a senior creative team They and they were brilliant. I think they'd come from this amazing background of doing like TV advertising and loads of like really big shoots and like really epic stuff. And their work was incredible, but they'd been asked to help us come up with a load of assets for just Facebook and the ideas that they were coming up with were like re- like these really epic brilliant like shot on a beach in Rio kind of ideas and it was really difficult trying to pick apart the element because the, the creative ideas that they were coming up with were really good but, but we we had to do yeah we had to do a lot of work to pick out the elements of it that could actually work on social and that was the bit that they really struggled with Mm. um so yeah when you've when you've got teams like that that you're working with showing them examples and as you say like Facebook ads library is an amazing resource because it literally is there all explained for you in black and white what you need to do and why things are great (laughs) yeah a Facebook ads library is like my life I spend quite a lot of time in there to be honest yeah it's a really good one to share Mm. but then equally so number four because I'm sure that some people could be listening to this and being like I've tried that that doesn't work that doesn't work Mm. number four is that it's okay to know when you're kind of working with a lost cause yeah okay and it's about picking your battles because especially and I have to say especially if you're freelance if you are freelancing and you are working with clients that are just making it really really difficult for you and they just don't get it and they're pushing back and they're just being really awkward and difficult like they're rewriting your copy which makes it too long and wordy and not optimized all of this really really think about whether you want to continue working with them it's not very easy when you're in in a full-time job in an agency or wherever because you know that's your job but if you're freelancing know when to walk away I had this I had a client that was had a very very set way of of how she saw how she wanted her social media to run I started her way told her that actually you need to be refocusing on b2b not b2c with your product she agreed but then every time I fed her sort of 30 leads at least 30 leads and she did nothing with them because she actually didn't believe that that was the way that she should be targeting her social media and I I, it took about three months but in the end I did walk away because it I was just going to get nowhere yeah and I think you get this even in sort of broader beyond social just general working life some partnerships just don't work sometimes you just don't gel with people and that's nothing personal. It's just, it could be working styles. It could just be that your heads are in totally different spaces. Like in that instance, it sounds like she really thought that she was the expert and that for some reason her knowledge trumped yours. I don't really understand that because she's obviously hired you as the expert. Yeah, exactly. But- she had no marketing background whatsoever, but it was just, I mean, it was what it was really, as you say. Yeah, and you're never going to that situation isn't going to get better if she's not listening to you. So you did absolutely, you probably should have done it sooner, but you did absolutely the right thing in walking away from that because it's just never going to work. It's like banging your head against the brick wall. I think it's difficult when you're freelancing because you worry about the money with the contract and everything. But 
but trust me from experience, there is no money, monthly fee, worthwhile fighting to do your job every day. And fighting to do your job when it's your actual day-to-day job in an agency, when you are surrounded by small malls that are, you know, not just, you know, I think we've talked quite a lot about, you know, the light and fluffy small malls that are just trying to pitch in. Mm-hmm. If you're really working with people that just actually are just making your job really difficult, then we're not saying leave your job, but really assess what you're getting out of being there. But if it is that you're surrounded by the light and fluffy, not light and fluffy, you know what I mean, like the small malls that... Good intentioned. Good intentioned, that's it. Good intentioned, <laughs> but they just make your life just that little bit frustrating on a day-to-day basis draw lines be firm try and detach yourself emotionally from it and just accept the fact that you know it's your job you're the one that people are looking to and just find a way forwards yeah you just have to overrule them overlords overlords we are overlords at the end of the day yeah but it's i mean joe and i've both had this in you know past jobs where it, it's not fun fighting to be able to do your job yeah we we get it I think more than we could possibly ever begin to explain on this podcast it's really tough yeah and I know you said about you know it's even worse if you're in freelance world I'm not sure if that's true because (laughs) I was in a job a few years back which was a lot it was a contract but it was a longer contract and exactly as you say like I was literally going into work every day and fighting it really did feel like a battle every single day just to get people to even sort of listen to me and then they would listen to me but they wouldn't actually they would listen to me literally but then they would just completely disregard everything that I'd said and just spin off in another route and I think I spoke to you quite a lot about it Georgie but I used to liken it to being a project manager on The Apprentice like you go in and you say, right, guys, this is what we're going to do. And then the team splits in half. You go off one way and the other team go off the other way, doing absolutely the wrong. opposite of what you told them to do. And then at the end, when you're sitting in front of Alan Sugar, you're sat there having to explain why these people have gone off and done all this bizarre stuff and why your project has failed. And that was literally what my day was, day in, day out. And it took me a long time to leave that job because I really really did fight to make everything better but eventually I was just like hands up I'm I'm out like I just it's not working and I'm that's out. Okay. I can't do it anymore <laughs> no and you know what you stuck it out for so long I remember you did so well with it even though we both knew really where it was ultimately heading right but yeah but you, you did ultimately just be like you know what I can't do this anymore and I think yeah that is 100% okay and I you know I've I've moved jobs a fair amount because I've had you know shorter contracts or freelance jobs or you know I've gone somewhere and it hasn't worked I've been there and I've known on like day three that I'm like oh I don't think this is gonna work actually Mm. and if you talk around to people in social media and anybody listening here I bet your CVs look pretty similar, if I'm honest, unless you're one of those really, really lucky people that landed in a company that really nurtured, embraced and built social media from the ground up. Like it's a tough industry to work in. And I know a lot of people and have seen a lot of 
various accounts and blogs and things lately of people that just like you know help help (laughs) help me (laughs) and joe and i talked the other day about you know isn't the definition of insanity doing the same thing again and again and expecting a different outcome um and you know if you're going into the wrong companies or you're going into these environments where you are fighting to do your job then it can feel like that but just hang on tight in there because joe and i have actually both worked with some really good companies And we have been able to do some great work. Just sometimes things aren't the right fit. And I think that is absolutely acceptable and okay. And it's, you know, it's, you know, let's recap these four tips. Remind yourself that you are the expert. You know, remember that these ideas, they can come from other places. You know, try and find a way of embracing working with people that don't get it or that are in, awkwardly enthusiastic you know educate people but also just know when to walk away for your own sanity yeah can't say it any better than that you've nailed it yeah I actually feel quite passionate about this and I didn't realize that I did oh this is the joy of work of doing this podcast right we I think even in the mental health episode I had a bit of a revelationary like epiphany almost where I was like actually wait this is why I've struggled with this because of xyz like yeah it's you know we we weren't joking in our episode zero when we say that we've been around a while (laughs) that sounds awful (laughs) yeah but we've been around we have been around guys yeah (laughs) we've been around but we we know what it's like we get it so reach out to us talk to us we're here and um yeah, we're here for the lols. We are here yeah, for the lols. We're and definitely we can, here for the lols, but we can also we, support you. Um, but you know, you can laugh or cry, and um, pretty much most of the time we choose to just laugh. We might quietly cry in the corner in the evenings afterwards. But clutching overall, wine. Yeah, clutching wine or gin. Gin. Yeah. gin um, but overall, um, we do just try and laugh and commiserate and um yeah we're we're here for you yeah so if you want to laugh or commiserate with us you can do it via the following channels (laughs) you're on instagram um at social unicorns ldn on instagram uh you can join our facebook group which is social unicorns professional community um and then the other option if you want to get involved like we're up for like chatting to people um, having guests on the, this podcast or if you've got any ideas of things that we should be talking about that you think we haven't covered or any opinions on previous episodes where you think you're, we're entirely wrong and you want to talk about that some more like let us know get in touch um we're, uh, we're all ears we are we are all ears and we have to all stick together in this crazy industry that we work in agreed so until next time take care everybody Goodbye. Bye.